Welcome to Who's Who in Lake County, Ohio, your number one business spotlight podcast. I'm Joe Latangio, your local realtor with EXP Realty and host of the show. The podcast is a place where conversations happen with some amazing local businesses that call Lake County, Ohio home. Get to know these businesses and their owners, what they offer, and learn about the unique qualities that make them an integral part of our community. From restaurants and retail shops to service providers and manufacturers, Lake County is home to a diverse range of businesses that contribute to its vibrant economy. Whether you're a resident, a visitor, someone looking to move here, or you're just passing through, Who's Who in Lake County is where you want to tune in and find a business that you can know, like, and trust. Welcome everyone to a new episode of Who's Who in Lake County. Today, my guest is Ed Winter from Spots Carpet Cleaning. Ed, how you doing, man? Welcome. Oh, doing great. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on uh, the show. So, Ed, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, how you got started in the carpet cleaning business. Well, I used to be a snap-on tool dealer. Uh, all was well from 2001 to about 2008, and... The economy took a dump and I was looking either I had to get out of my snap-on business or find something to supplement my right. income. And I had a neighbor that was owned a company called Ideal Carpet Cleaning and unfortunately his daughter was attacked up here and he wanted to move back to North Carolina so he approached me about buying his business and I wasn't in a position to buy his business but I wanted to buy a van from him and uh, I started doing the carpet cleaning part-time to supplement my income. So that was back you're saying back in 2008. 2008. Yes. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. when, when the shit hit the fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was either, I was, you know, if I would have left my snap-on business, I would have been upside down. So I kind of had to keep keep it alive and the carpet clean helped me uh, keep it going. Right. And so you've been doing that. Uh, so w- at what point did you go full-time with the carpet cleaning business? Uh, at 2015, uh, another snap-on dealer, for some reason, wanted to buy my business out and <laughs> I just paid the business off and really didn't want to sell it at that point. I figured now I'm going to start making money. And, uh, well, he made me an offer I couldn't refuse. So I figured, well, I have a carpet cleaning business that's bought and paid for. And, right. you know, I can't pass up the opportunity. So I've been doing the carpet cleaning ever since. What was something that uh, was unexpected to you that happened in your business? I had a little unfortunate accident about two years ago. I was uh, driving home on a Thursday evening and a drunk driver rear-ended me. I was doing about 50 miles an hour. He hit me about 90 miles an hour, launched me in oncoming traffic, and uh, launched me into a telephone pole. And uh, I totaled my van and almost killed myself. And I opened up the door to walk out, and uh, there's live wires all over the ground. I'm walking through wires all dazed and confused. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it could have been bad, but uh, fortunately, I opened up the door and walked away. But uh, yeah, when I sat down and was waiting for the police to come, I'm staring at my van, watching the headlights getting dimmer and dimmer. It's like, oh, my van's dying right in front of me. It's just, you know, it was, it was a very sad day because I uh, take very good pride in my vans. They're always clean, detailed. They're they're beautiful, and I like, man, what am I going to do? I'm out of business as of right now, and. Because that's the only vehicle that you had, right? Exactly. I'm just a one-man show with one van, and oh my God, it's fortunate I didn't have any job scheduled the next day. And ironically, five minutes before the accident, as I was driving home, I'm thinking, wow, I don't have a job tomorrow. Boy, I'm going to give my van some love. I'm going to buff and wax it. Man, I love this van. You know, I'll make it sparkle for my next job on Monday. And uh, five minutes later, it's totaled on the way to the junkyard. (laughs) uh, Wow. It was tough watching it because, again, I take great care of all my vehicles. 
So that was, uh, you said, a couple of years ago. Yeah, June 17th, it'll be two years. Wow. So how did that set you back? Well, it was tough because uh, I figured, well, maybe it's time to bite the bolt and buy a brand new van. And so I called the manufacturers the next day. And, uh, well, as you know, you couldn't buy vehicles. There was no computer chips available, so I couldn't buy a new one. So I was forced to look for some used ones, and I looked all around the country. I found about 30 vans, and it was very depressing because uh, they were all rotted out junk. I mean, oh, mine was, right. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, and they're more than what I paid for my other van. So I, I just gave up a beautiful van to possibly have to drive around in a rotted beater because that's all I can get. It was very depressing, um, but a, a stroke of luck happened the next day. Uh, I'm not a real big Facebook person, but my wife had posted the pictures of the accident and our neighbors across the street were at dinner with people who own Rake's Carpet One out in Madison and they just happened to be selling their carpet clean van. They wanted to shut that business down and uh, my neighbor showed the pictures to my, to, you know, Rake's and uh, he's like, wow, we, we want to get rid of our van and have them call us. So I just happened to find the nicest van in the country and it was three miles from my house. So wow, I'm like, great. I'm Back in business again uh, by Monday morning. Uh, I never even missed a job over this. Uh, I had a van again, so uh, it worked out pretty good. No kidding. So uh, didn't send you back, kept moving forward. Didn't miss one job. So, and that was my biggest concern. What am I going to tell them? I've got 20 people scheduled. What am I going to tell them? Yeah, I, that's your livelihood. Exactly. So, uh, hey, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> no kidding. So what did you end up doing with your other van? Oh boy. Uh, so, um, fortunately the guy that hit me had insurance and it was a state minimum policy, which wasn't very much. Yeah. I, uh, worked a deal with the insurance company said, here's a deal. Uh, I'll just walk away from this. I just want to get back to work, get out my life. If you give me a check for, you know, his policy, which covered the van and left a couple grand left over. And I want my old van back. If you do that, I'll just walk away and move on. And, uh, yeah, he said that could be a problem because my van was already sent to the junkyard because uh, they knew it was totaled, and uh, they may be disassembling it as we speak. I said, well, you better figure something out because I want that van back because I know I can rebuild it. So uh, fortunately, an hour later, he called me back says, yep, we'll have it towed to your house. You'll have it tomorrow. And so at that point, uh, I did a little shopping on Facebook, and I found a nice southern van with a bad motor for 500 bucks. Wow. In North Carolina, and uh, you had a beautiful rust-free body, and I towed it back home and uh, swapped the bodies out, swapped all the equipment, uh, totally rebuilt the van from the ground up, and gave it a beautiful wrap, and put pictures of my old golden retriever on it. I used to have a Dalmatian, was my mascot for my business, but wanted to change it up a little bit, so I took pictures of my old retriever that passed away, and now he sits all over my van smiling at me every time I look at him. (laughs) So you put the van back together... Yep. That yeah. blows my mind. That's yeah, amazing. Just, yeah, it was just two frames sitting side by side. I swapped the bodies out and, uh, you know, with some help of a friend, uh, you know, he had the means to lift it off the body for me, but I did all the rest myself. And, yeah, I've been working on cars all my life as a hobby, and I love it. I actually have fun doing it. Wow. I just, when you told me that story before, I was just amazed, man, uh, how you just, you know, I, I probably would have went. <laughs> Bought a new van or something, you know? Oh, no. This, this van has special meaning. I mean, I put yeah. some cool wheels on it. I mean, I figure since the van tried to kill me, I'm going to give it all the love I can. And, you know, now it's my special van. I don't drive it in the rain or the snow. And, you know, no kidding. I'm looking forward to, you know, putting it back on the road in about another month or so and 
you know, it only goes to the nice jobs. It's uh, it's my special van. Right. That's pretty awesome, man. What, uh, what, what's the favorite part? I mean, obviously you've had some moments, right? But what's the favorite part of being an entrepreneur? I, I love the carpet cleaning business because I can schedule my own times. I'm typically most of my jobs are done by two o'clock. So I'd rather get up early and get home early. Just a lot of freedom to, you know, do whatever I want, whenever I want. And, uh, you know, you know, if there's ever a problem where I have to reschedule a job, usually carpet clean is not an emergency. So right. if something comes up and an opportunity to go to a Browns playoff game that may never happen, uh, I can you know, usually reschedule somebody. It's not a big problem. So I just love the freedom of it. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, I, I do too. I, you know, just being able to set your own schedule. I mean, sometimes you work, you know, sometimes you have to work a little bit more, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's your freedom that you have. Oh, right? exactly. I have a great business and a great home life. I, you know. I love my love my business. It's great. What's the biggest challenge you face as being an entrepreneur, you know, owning your own business, you know, that you're, you know, that you come into in the carpet cleaning business? God, uh, probably the biggest challenge was a recent problem I had uh, losing my Google listing. <laughs> I, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, come September, I couldn't figure out why I got slow all of a sudden. Uh, I'm always busy right up till Christmas time every year. And uh, I found out uh, Google canceled my... <laughs> my listing and which makes sense why people weren't calling me and you know, just right. took me almost six months to get that back online. But, uh, that really has been the biggest challenge in 16 years. It's, uh, I see it's a pretty easy business, show up on time and do a nice job and people are happy. It, it's, it's a dream job. And, right. Uh, you know, that threw a big wrench in everything for me. And, uh, you know, so, you know, we've overcome it and, you know, looking forward to getting real busy again. Heck Yeah. As a snap-on tool, that that's that's a business, right? I mean, oh yeah, it's pretty a franchise. much an independent contractor. Yes. You, you buy the with. franchise, you buy your territory. You have a territory you have to stay in because you got dealers on all four corners. You're not allowed to leave your given customers. And uh, I say, unfortunately, when the economy got bad, literally half my customers went out of business. I had half of a route, and it just threw a wrench in everything. And wow. uh, yeah, it's so uh, then, then you said, all right, I need to supplement. Let's get into carpet cleaning business. Exactly. And I've never looked back. I, I wish I'd been doing that 15 years instead of the snap-on business. So what made you decide to do carpet cleaning? Well, like I say, my neighbor owned the business. Oh, and, uh, okay. you know, he uh, he did very well at it. I never knew how well until I talked to him, until he approached me about buying his business. Gotcha. And, uh, All right. I'm like, what am I going to do with a carpet cleaning business? And <laughs> he looked over at me. He says, Ed, you see this house? I said, yeah. He says, I paid cash for it. I'm like what? <laughs> so, you know, show me, show me these books. I'm, you got my attention now. Right. And, uh, you know, and then after a little conversation, I looked at him and I'm like, man, you've been holding out on me. I never knew you did this good. He said, Ed, if I would have told you how good I did, you would have competed against me. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it all worked out really good in the end. Okay. No kidding. Wow. What would you have went into outside of if the carpet cleaning didn't present itself, is there anything else that you would have got yourself into? I probably still would have stayed a snap-on dealer because yeah. after all the years of struggling, I finally got it under control, paid the business off, and once you get all your bills paid off, that's where you start making the real good money. And, right. You know, so yeah, I was in a good position to thrive finally after 15 years of struggling, and you know, so I, they were probably happy to buy it off of you because it was established. Is that what they? Oh, do? Oh, exactly. I mean, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, and it's funny. I wanted to sell the business five years prior to that. I was begging to sell it, and finally, when I got approached, I'm like, I don't want to sell it. Now it's paid for. Now's where right. I start making money. <laughs> you know, but uh, like I say, I just started looking at. It. He made me an offer I couldn't refuse, and I have another bought and paid for business just waiting there. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's time to walk away. And you know, because in Snap On, if if you're doing your job right, you're working, you're leaving the driveway at seven o'clock in the morning, and come home at eight o'clock at night if you're doing it right. And, uh, 15 years of doing that, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's so much more freedom in the carpet cleaning business. Oh yeah. I can imagine, man. Especially if you're done at two o'clock. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes later, but, uh, yeah, I try to work early and, uh, you know, yeah, start early, get home early and, and have a life after. Right. Right. <laughs> Heck yeah. So all these years that you've been working, mm-hmm. you've been an independent contractor Who's been the most important, like, professional mentor that kind of helped you along the way? Oh, uh, I would say my wife. <laughs> she's, uh, yeah. you know, in all the years, she uh, never likes me venturing into some of the things I do. She's not a risk taker, but, uh, you know, when it came to this business, she kind of, for the first time, supported it. And uh, Is that because she's seen the numbers from the neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I, yeah, I mean, I'm always into projects and right. trying to, you know, flip cars and do all these things, uh, you know, all these things to make a buck. And, you know, she finally realized she can't stop me. So uh, she finally. Hey, you might as well jump on a wagon, man. Yeah, she she likes a sure thing. It's uh, And when you're in business for yourself, there is no sure thing. As no, there is I, not. When I started Snap-on, because uh, my father used to be a Snap-on tool dealer and he passed away four years into it. And I wished I had taken over his route. That's why I wanted to, you know. 15 years later, tried because I always regretted not taking over his. And uh, when I told the wife about it, she was not happy because I had a decent job at the time. And, uh, again, it's, you know, when you're working for somebody else, you can make X amount of dollars, maybe a little more, but you're you're limited. You know, right. when you're in business, you either go bankrupt or hit it big, and it's all up to you. You know, if you want to get up and go to work in the morning, you'll do good. If you want to be lazy, then it's not – You'll have your ups and downs through the whole... Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're a lazy person, uh, you know, being in business for yourself is not going to work out well. No, you won't hold yourself accountable. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so over the years as you've been, you know, in business for yourself, you know, what is uh, mo- one of the most important lessons that, that you've learned being an entrepreneur, being a business owner? I'd say uh, just doing a good job is not enough. Um, you know, probably cleaning carpets is seventy percent of the equation. Uh, if you're late, messy, uh, pulling a driveway in a beat up looking van, it doesn't look good. Uh, you know, I try to be on time every time. If I'm even to be one minute late, I will be on the phone at least an hour ahead of time, letting you know. Even if I'm ten minutes late, I will let someone know in case they were they were tight on their schedule. Uh, I've heard from a numerous amount of people when they call for quotes, you know, they're ready to book with someone. And then when it comes to, you know, what time they can be there, it's a three hour window, which makes no sense to me. I, <laughs> it's a, yeah. you know, when I tell someone nine o'clock, like I say, it's, you can set your watch by me. It's uh you know, right. maybe once or twice a year where I can't make that time and I will give you plenty of notice. So I don't leave you sitting at home waiting for me to, Nothing worse than waiting for somebody. Yeah, so, so definitely setting the expectation and, and, you know, personal integrity. Exactly. Like you say, doing just doing you a say good job isn't do. enough. It's it's the whole, it's the a package deal. Right, if it, and it has to be. 
Yeah. Know, in business for yourself. I mean, how? You well, know. if they had to wait for you half an hour, you know, they're staring at their watch and, hey, is this guy coming? I'm tired of people that are late right. and they don't call. They're already mad before you walk in the door. You know, when you walk in right on time as scheduled, they're already happy to begin with. It's a, you know, and you just keep rolling with a good job and it's, you know, hopefully you made a customer for life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What occupation? So you've been an entrepreneur. You've been on your own for a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't snap-on tools, if there wasn't your carpet cleaning business, what do you think you would be doing? What would you choose to do? Uh, I um, well, I was a body shop manager before being a snap-on dealer, and I've always liked working on cars. I do some really good restoration work, and uh, if I wasn't going to be a snap-on dealer, I wanted to open up my own restoration shop. So I love I love taking old forgotten about vehicles that are sitting yeah. in the weeds. There's nothing better than seeing something with a tree growing through the hood and towing it out and making something beautiful out of it. I, I like the old forgotten stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love the old cars, man. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, uh, I like the muscle cars. Oh yeah. No, we'll wait till I show you the truck I'm building. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see it, man. Yeah. Doing a 93 Chevy, uh, half ton short bed, full frame off restoration with a, 500 horse LS motor. Uh, I should have it done in a couple months. Tear up the streets with it. It's, so how uh, long have you been working on that? Four years. Four years. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that, man. Oh, it's it's a showpiece. It's. Uh, I mean, you can comb yourself in the floorboards under, and you comb your hair in the floorboards. It's. Uh, oh. Yeah. It's every square inch is every nut and bolt's brand new. Uh, yeah. It's. Wow. It's going to be something. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that, man. Well, the same thing. It's a great story. Some older lady in Jefferson owned it, uh, never driven in the wintertime. She used to take her girlfriends to car shows in it. She used an old car nut. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she even uh, left me her 50s cassettes in the glove box uh, when I was pulling out. She said, hold on, I got something for you. <laughs> you know, I, we used to play these cassettes when we go to the car shows, and it was old 50s music and stuff. I'm like, you know, that's a great story because, you know, you can go out and buy a car. Uh, you know, I had a Corvette before this i figured you know i'm just gonna buy something already done and it was nice for about a month but there's no story behind it i didn't build it all i did is you know take out a big payment on a car okay that's my story it's a cool car but you know this i can you know four years in the making four years you know coming through junkyards looking for that one part that i lost or you know you know it's uh it's got a story behind it you know just going out and buying something there's no story it's right uh, you know, I made this vehicle mine. It's it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, cool. I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, that's gonna look cool. So, where can the listeners find you online, and where can they schedule something to come for? Have you come out and do an estimate for their? Yeah, company? you know, the best way is uh, just Google carpet cleaners near me, and I usually pop up uh, usually in the top three most of the time. Uh, so, spots carpet cleaning. Yeah, or, or carpet cleaners near me, or you can Google spots carpet cleaning. I'll gotcha. come up right then and there, or, or you know, Google carpet cleaners, and uh, I will come up. Okay. In a selection of you know, and, companies, and and are you mostly on Facebook? I am on Facebook, uh, and thanks to you know this Google debacle a few months ago, I've yeah. never been a big Facebook person. Uh, but it forced me to get with the times, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hired a lady to help me out with all this. And uh, I didn't think it was that important because I don't personally use Facebook, but uh, I'm seeing the beauty of it now. And I'm right, just another tool, right? It's another tool, and you know, now that I'm looking at, it, I'm like, wow, this stuff is pretty cool. It took me so long to embrace it. It's uh, there is some cool stuff in there. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, social media can it can get inundating. You know, when you're searching and looking, and uh, I mean, I'm on it all the time. You know, for my business and whatnot. But, yeah, I just always perceived as you know, all my friends. They have to take pictures of their meals. I'll look at the meal I'm eating tonight and just see <laughs> all this useless stuff. I'm like, I, I just don't want to be a part of it. But I'm like, no, there is a lot of neat stuff on there now that, uh, you know. Believe it or not, people want to see it. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I, it, it, contrary to the belief, you know, because I'm, I'm the same way. It's like, you know, what do you, what do you share? How much do you share? Um, but people want to know who you are. They want to know who you're doing, who they're doing business with. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I put a whole bunch of stuff on there. I uh, even uh, found the joys of a, a black light. Uh, if you take a, a black light flashlight, uh, if you have an animal, you don't think is having accidents in your house. Well, shut the lights off and get this black light and uh, you'll be surprised all the stains you see in your carpet. It's uh, oh, yeah, wow. I've got some videos on Facebook with that. And uh, okay. yeah, I'm actually having a lot of fun with it now. It's uh, they've unleashed the beast. Oh <laughs> so, man. All right. Good. Watch out. Here comes yeah, spots, yeah. Uh, <laughs> carpet cleaning. Good, good deal. Okay, now we come part uh, to the part of the podcast where um, I ask you two questions, um, and uh, the first one um, I, I send them to you. You pick out which ones, and these are the ones that you pick. So mm -hmm. we're going to ask you these. Uh, who is your biggest role model? Well, I'd have to say that's my wife. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the story? I know that's a good answer. Everyone, tell it's your wife. That's can't go wrong with that. That's <laughs> <laughs> only one point, though. Yeah, that's it. you don't get no more than that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no. My wife um, works at Deepwood Center and Mentor with uh, special needs kids and adults. Uh, she's been doing it for almost thirty years, and uh, talk about someone that changes people's lives. And wow, yeah, you know, that's it's, amazing. Uh, you know, I always thought that was you know when we first started dating. She told me where she worked. I thought that was a a sad place where people just go there and stand with their heads in the corner and right. boy, was I wrong. Uh, that's one of the most happy places I go to. I mean, she's, uh, you know, she does all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, they deep wood idol years ago. They, uh, they had a big show in the, in the mall. Um, you know, they knocked it out of the park. The people were jumping, the crowd was jumping up and down. Uh, you know, she just does amazing things with these, uh, special needs kids. And, uh, it's, it's incredible. It's, you know, I'm very proud of, you know, what she does and how she changes lives. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, takes a very special person. You, you know, know she hears that a million times in her life, uh, but yeah. it, it's the truth. Uh, it's, I, I truly enjoy going up there seeing, you know, we become a lot of friends with the families and, you know, we That's go out and do stuff with them. They're just such great people to be around. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> if you got time for a story, uh, you know, one of her um, kids, Merle Murphy's his name, and a lot of people in Pains will know him. Uh, he's a local celebrity. Uh, you know, he has Down syndrome, and uh, he's just the greatest guy. He can, you know, take anybody that's not sure of, you know, he's walking room. People are, like, afraid to talk to him. By the time he's done with them, they're all friends hanging out. But the, the story is, uh, you know, me and the wife uh, took a lot of our old students to um, – uh, Red Robin for some burgers. Yeah. Uh, that's their favorite foods. And, uh, you know, there was a table full, table full of high school kids that start sitting down behind us and, you know, they're nudging each other, kind of making fun at the kids, you know, cause you know, they're not like them. Uh, it's, you know, kind of expect that sometimes, I guess, but, uh, you know, this Merle, he kind of saw that was going on and, uh, let's put it this way. By the time we were done eating dinner, he was taking pictures with them, uh, saying he loves them with your arms around them. Uh, these guys couldn't I get enough that. of them. They, they started off making fun of him and, you know, everyone was snickering and, you know, look at the special needs kids and 
you know, like I say, by the end, uh, you know, they're all friends and taking pictures of each other. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> so, that's an awesome story, man. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's a great role model is, uh, you know, looking at someone that changes people's lives for the better and even yeah. people that you perceive that their lives may not be that great. Well, that's not the case. Uh, these people are the happiest people I've ever seen. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that you think of that about your wife. Yeah. That's, that's just great. Yeah, yes, he's, yeah, it does take a special person, and uh, yeah, that, that is the truth. Yeah. What would you change about your business journey if you could go back? Oh, God, in hindsight, uh, let's say I uh, was a snap-on tool leader for 15 years. I wish I'd been doing those 15 years doing carpet cleaning. I, I love the business. I uh, love everything about it. And, you know, what's the biggest thing that, you know, most of my customers are women, and what makes women happy a clean house. <laughs> it's a, you know, you know, uh -huh. you know, when you're walking out the door and you they see the day and night difference, uh, yeah, they're just happy. I mean, you know, my other business, you know, Snap On, I, I probably used to write off fifteen to thirty thousand dollars a year of bad debt every year. People that bought tools and never paid me, and right, you know, everyone's always angry and mad. You know, we had to, oh, people, yeah. my customers, they're all happy. They they get to see the finished product and. You know, they just, they can't write the check fast enough. Oh, it's, de uh, it's definitely two different industries, man. Exactly. I mean, it's service, but it two different industries. Yep. You, the, the clientele that you're dealing with. Then, yeah. Just, you know. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, it's just the customers, they see it right then and there. It's yeah. uh, instant gratification. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I love it. It's a, it's a hard physical business, but no stress. I, cause I love what I'm doing. That's cool. Well, Ed, man, I, I greatly appreciate you coming on. Oh, I had a great time. I'm I'm not known for my uh, public speaking. Uh, this was actually... <laughs> well, you did uh, pretty damn well, man. <laughs> yeah, I was a little nervous, but uh, you made this a real fun experience. Cool. Well, awesome. Um, And, you know, in the future, love to have you on again. Oh, absolutely. Great. Thanks, Ed. I appreciate it, man. Okay. All right.